0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic live from the hogs meat market studios this is out of bounds i don't think he did it he did not do it! Oh, my! Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the
1: 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby! I think they went a little too quick, and it took away from Rosarena's consistency. Randy
2: Rosarena comes up just short. Congratulations to Vlad. He
0: and his dad, both Home Run Derby champions. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas! And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell, we won't go in attack
2: mode because that's what's
3: required. On one
0: oh three seven, the buzz. With
3: my boobay, tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good. Won't you say that? on my taste, blood. I can't wait to once you let me do the extra. Pull up on your black and break it. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit
0: down.
4: One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs, Meat Market Studios with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trigger Tuesday. We're going to talk about things bothering us in the world of sports here in this hour. Of course, we want to hear from you, and anything that's bothering you or triggering you, you can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Also, text in, 501-661-1037. But we know a lot of things that have been going on in the sports world. I had the home run derby last night. Talk about this Pat Fitzgerald situation. We know SEC Media Days is actually starting up next week, too. Some pretty exciting times uh, when it gets uh, revved up for the month of July, and we're going to talk about pretty much all of those things. As we go to the Jones and Sundiamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, welcome in Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 down there in Houston, as well as the Locked on SEC podcast. And Chris, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon?
2: Doing good, man. I uh, don't know why we had to wait for the week before SEC media days to finally find out who was going uh, (laughs) as far as the player representatives, but... Impressed by Arkansas, man. They're bringing the big dogs. Where some of these other schools, it's like uh, South Carolina bringing their punter. What are we doing? Nobody wants to talk to the punter. Come on, <laughs> we're in KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, and Landon Jackson. That's yeah, Arkansas knows how to do this. Some of the other schools, they don't really know how to do uh, SEC media so, yeah,
4: Was it uh, was it was it Texas A&M that brought a punter once too? Didn't they
2: do that? Yeah, and there's there's a reasoning behind it, like. The whole idea is the guys you bring to this are going to get votes for the All-FCC team, right? I mean, the media members all vote for it, and so if you're the only school bringing the punter, guess what? That, that kid is guaranteed to be the preseason first-team All-FCC uh, punter as voted on by the media. So there's some <laughs> thinking behind it, but, like, keep in mind what media days is. It's talking with the media and promoting your team and talking about excitement for the season and all that kind of stuff and, like, I just, I don't get that some of these coaches defer to, like, the upperclassmen at times. It's like, well, he's a senior linebacker. I don't care. Is he any good? Does he have a personality? So, like, to me, it's, you should be bringing the biggest names. Every school that has a, a stud quarterback should be bringing their quarterback. I don't know why Kentucky's not bringing Devin Leary. Nobody wants to talk to their d lineman at Kentucky. They want to talk to the starting quarterback. So, um, it is what it is, but uh, at least for the most part, we do have a little bit of star power coming next
5: week. Outside of the quarterbacks, who are some of the best players you saw on that list that are going to SEC media days?
2: Well, it was two of our leading rushers in the SEC last year. Kudos to, to Ole Miss bringing in Quinchon Judson, just a sophomore. Oh, my God. You can bring a sophomore to media <laughs> days, but uh, him, and, him and Rocket Sanders, I think, you know, that's one the one-two punch, um, you know, in the SEC as far as running backs go, and uh, we'll see. You know, I expect both those guys to be top three, top four again this year in rushing in the conference, so... Uh, those guys stood out. Obviously, Brock Bowers, the best tight end in the country uh, for Georgia. He's going. It's funny. I saw a list the other day. They were ranking wide receiving cores across the the, the uh, college football world, and they had Georgia up there. And number one, they ranked uh, Brock Bowers on the list. I was like, wait a minute, like, does that? Does he count? He's a tight end. He's not a wide receiver, but it's just you know, he's one of those guys. He's the, he's the best weapon in all of college football. So excited that Georgia's bringing him. You know, uh, is the quarterback mix, like I mentioned, K.J. going, but seeing that uh, LSU's bringing Jaden Daniels, who obviously is going to be the leader of their team, Joe Milton from Tennessee. um, You know, the quarterbacks jump out and and grab the headlines. But one guy to keep an eye on, sneaky good, Dequavius Marks, the running back at Mississippi State. I've had on our Locked On SEC show the last couple weeks, we had conversations with Will Rogers and uh, Mike Wright, the two quarterbacks there. They both brought up Dequavius Marks as a guy to watch this year. Mississippi State, I think, is going to be more balanced this year. They're not going to run the air raid anymore, obviously, with Mike Leach passed and gone. But I think Mississippi State's going to be sneaky good and win some games that maybe they're not supposed to this year because they're going to be more 50-50 balanced run, at run and pass. So just kind of one of those names to keep an eye on as the year gets going.
4: You know, I think that this is a question everybody asks for every particular key- team, but I'm going to ask you anyway. sounds cliche, but for Arkansas, since obviously that's the team we cover here in the state, What's the biggest storyline? What's the biggest question going in SEC media days? What's the, the going to be the topic that gets thrown to Sam Pittman and KJ and Rocket and Landon Jackson? What is it for Arkansas?
2: I mean, for me, it's 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 what different wrinkles is Eno's bring into the offense. Um, you know, it, I think Kendall Bryles, most Arkansas fans will agree that you know he kind of wore out his welcome. It was just time to move on. It was time to do something different and. I think uh, there was a lot of positive momentum we heard out of the spring with, with different things that Danny Enos is bringing, maybe a little bit more pro style stuff, and so uh, you know we're going to see KJ a little bit more under center and things like that. Uh, I'm just excited to hear about some of the ch- some of the changes. Now, don't get away from the power run game. I mean, we still want to see Rocket, you know, uh, toting the rock and uh, you know breaking off long runs and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the other side is this defense. You guys know it has to be better, particularly the pass defense. that like, you can't get any worse than it was a year ago. And so, again, you know, if Arkansas makes those changes, if the offense has some tweaks that gets better and the defense is much improved, Arkansas will, will make a leap this year. We know the schedule is brutal, but if you do those little things and you can find ways to win close games, I think uh, I think Arkansas is a, one of those sneaky teams to watch out for. And obviously you got the hardest part figured out, a veteran quarterback like Hiddo Jefferson leading you. Uh, you know, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the conference when you look around at all the inexperience that the SEC has to share quarterback. So, uh, to me, that's that's the biggest one. You know, what, what differences is Danny D'O's and, and how much of it will be for the positive?
5: What coaches are you most interested in hearing from? Is that something that pretty much stays the same as far as uh, if there are certain core group of coaches that remain in the conference? Is that something that stays the same pretty much every year?
2: Yeah, nobody really says anything. I, I'm curious. Like, there's still some coaches you can you can punch their buttons. Like, at least with Lane Kiffin, you can set him up to take shots at people. He's almost he's not as good as Spurrier was back in the day, but he's kind of like the modern day Spurrier, where like he's not afraid to throw darts at people. So I, I hope Lane Kiffin grabs some headlines with with you know taking some shots at other coaches and schools next week. But man, I can't wait to see Jimbo Fisher at the podium because he's got to stand up there. And defend the Bobby Petrino hire and explain how he's going to completely defer to Bobby and let him call the offense and he will not be tinkering in the plays and all that. And I think if somebody asks, like, somebody will ask the first question, he'll be fine. If somebody harps on it with a second or third question and a follow-up, man, he's going to he's gonna blow his lid because he you, we saw that during spring ball. He kind of went off on some of the media members there saying, hey, can we get some real media members asking questions here? You know, Fort Illustrated used to be the pinnacle of, of asking good questions. You know, why don't you ask a good question like tex And so, yeah, I think Jimbo is just kind of ready to burst. And so, I'm excited to see that one. Um, and then just some of the other coaches. I mean, Josh Heupel, look, he's getting pinned right now as, look, you had a great year last year, but you lose Hendon Hooker. You lose all those receivers. You reload with Joe Milton and, you know, some other inexperienced receivers and all that. Can you do it again? Um, I think there's a little bit of pressure there on Hypo. Tennessee fans, I, I am shocked. I put out our, our, preview show last week for Tennessee and I said, look, I think nine wins for Tennessee would be good. I got murdered by Tennessee <laughs> fans who were all like, you're a joke if you think we're losing, you know, we're losing three games. We're winning at least 10 or 11 this year. I'm like, my God, the Tennessee fans, they have come out of the woodwork expecting, you know, uh, you know, undefeated seasons. And so it's, it's going to be crazy, uh, to, to see, you know, how Hypo handles that hype now that he's uh, kind of got Tennessee back on the map. And then, of course, Kirby and Georgia. I mean, it's it's so ridiculous how loaded they are with just talent everywhere. They've already got the number one class right now just loaded into that one for 2024. Uh, you know, when we throw around the word three-peat, I, I just I look at Carson Beck and say, man, the kid has all the tools in the world, and he's actually more talented than Seth Bennett. He's not better than Stetson Bennett yet, but he's got a better arm and he's more talented. So if, if everything hits, For him early on, I put in an early Heisman bid on on Carson Beck because Georgia's schedule is a joke how easy it is. If they're not sitting there undefeated at the end of the year, then Kirby's got to have some answering to do because uh, Georgia's just absolutely loaded. And no offense to Nick Saban and Alabama, but it's looking like Georgia's still the king of uh, the SEC and not going anywhere anytime soon.
4: Let's be with Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 in Houston as well as the Locked On SEC podcast here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So Chris, I I was curious because I put this question out actually on Twitter for us today and speaking about SEC media days. I was curious for fans, like, do they care? Do they pay attention to it? Do do they like it at all? And at least as of right now, it's a little bit more even than I thought it would be, but around 60% of fans uh, say no, they don't really care about it. We care about it in the media. I think it's great for content. It's great for discussion. It's great for all that stuff. But do you feel like fans overall of the SEC and in SEC schools, they really don't care about this, and it doesn't do anything for them?
2: Well, they care about it from a sense of it, it just marks the unofficial start of college football season, basically, right? Like the, the countdown is on. When we get to SEC media days, and we've got all the coaches and players talking, we know football is going to be here very soon. They'll be hitting the practice field, and uh, – We'll be counting down the days to kickoff. So that's why, you know, at least some people care. But yeah, like I guess I kind of agree. Like, most fans just want to tailgate, they want to watch their team play football. They don't really care about talking season and, and what coaches have to say and oh our, our third string tight end has really put on some weight this offseason. Like nobody cares about that really. So um, I get it. I get where they're coming from. But look, that's why I hope somebody asks some good questions next week and we get some good fodder and some headline stuff because look what was better a year ago at this time we were laughing our butts off at Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher taking jabs at each other publicly over the NIL battle and all that so look that's that's where I think Elaine Tiffin could really make some headway uh, throw Shane Beamer in there too and how about a Hugh Freeze let's get some let's get some barbs thrown at each other and make some headlines next week at uh at SEC media days but overall I kind of agree with you like it's not real football it's just it's talking about football and most fans just want to have a beer eat some barbecue and uh and watch their team kick off.
5: How do you feel about the change in scenery going to Nashville and not Hoover or Atlanta?
2: Yeah, it's fun. Um, I, I was told this was in the works for many years that they were trying to get this going, and I thought Atlanta did a great job twice already, you know, hosting, and uh, a great tie-in being there right there by the, uh, the College Football Hall of Fame, and, you know, downtown Atlanta you can walk to so much stuff and all that, but I'm excited. I've actually never been to Nashville, so excited to experience that for the first time next week, but yeah, I've heard conversations now with the expansion of Texas and Oklahoma coming in next year that Dallas is very much in play. Uh, Houston, New Orleans, they, they want to move this thing around and make it a spectacle. And, and uh, you know, when you talk about the traveling party of SEC Media Days, it's not just us guys. It's not just radio, you know, guys. But uh, although that does bring, I think, last year it was 50, 60 radio stations now make the, the trip to, uh, to Media Days every year. Uh, You've got reporters. you got writers you got the TV crews. I mean, uh, you know, my buddies who work in Baton Rouge Media, you got three different TV stations that all send their reporters and cameramen and all this. So, I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people that travel for media days. So, it is a spectacle. They're trying to make it a bigger, bigger event. I don't know if you saw the press release a few weeks ago that they're going to have a live concert to kick things off on Monday night in downtown Nashville. Greg Sankey will be a part of it. So, they're doing their part to try to make this thing bigger and bigger and bigger. And It's going to be a traveling road show. I'd expect uh, we probably get an announcement here sometime in the next, uh, you know, sometime next week that they will announce Dallas will be a future host site for uh, for Media Days, and I I think that's probably good news for you guys because it's a little bit closer drive for you than some of these other points.
4: Yeah, it's uh, we're always about the, the closeness because nothing's ever close to Arkansas, it feels like. I mean, Dallas and Nashville is about <laughs> as good as it gets. Cause Dallas, is, I think, is like four, four and a half hours from Little Rock, and then Nashville is, I think, five, something like that. So, yeah, we'll take those two cities all day long for traveling purposes. But uh, also, I know that, you, of course, we talk a lot of SEC. I want your thoughts because I know it's a story you've been following. This, this Pat Fitzgerald thing in Northwestern, we've talked about it with the, with the hazing allegations, and now he's officially been fired. Uh, just what do you make of this story and also, do you think that the way it was handled was done correctly? Because it seems like a lot of different people who are involved are on different pages, and it just seems like a big mess for Northwestern right now.
2: Yeah, we talked about it on our show today, and it's it's a tough, tough situation. Because when details like this come out, I don't know why our instinct is always burn them at the stake, uh, fire them, get rid of them, what a the human being, you know. What I mean, like we're always so quick to villainize people, and that's what I thought when I first read this. I'm like, what in the world were you doing, Pat Fitzgerald? Just you know, just complete lack of control of your locker room, letting these uh, you know heathens, I guess you would say, take advantage of some of these young guys on the football team, and just you know, stupid, immature stuff. But then somebody reminded me today. They said, think of the Duke lacrosse scandal. Think of the uh, the, the Potter, um you know, who, who got accused of sexual assault, and then it came out after it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Are we are we jumping the gun here a little bit too too quickly? In other words, it was the school newspaper did a story and had some quotes from an anonymous player, and you know we're just taking it all as fact and oh this this absolutely happened. And they've had a few other players come out with similar stories, but I just I, I caution because if the school the school said they did their full investigation started last fall went through January. And they came to a resolution several days ago that said, based on everything we found, we think he deserves a two-week suspension. And then something happened with the outpouring of the backlash the last handful of days where they got crushed, and they were like, oh, well, I guess we got to fire him now. I just wonder, like, are we villainizing him? You know, are we, are we jumping the gun here and just assuming, oh, this is what happened because a newspaper ran with it and had a couple of, of guys' stories? I just, I would love to hear more publicly from some other guys. You know what I mean? I'd love to hear more from some other Northwestern players to say, yeah, you know what? This did happen and I was a part of it and it's wrong. We, we apologize. You know, this, we were immature. We were stupid, all this kind of stuff. Um, and obviously they crossed the line. I mean, when you go from, it, it's one thing to be, I don't know, you know, jumping on a guy and, and, oh, you know, Hey, you messed up at practice today. But then when they put the word sexual and, and things like that, that's where you really start to cross the line, obviously. So, I don't know, it's gonna be fascinating to see. I just I'd love to hear more details of it, but it does make me look at it and say, What did the school find in their months and months and months of investigation that came to, to say, Well, we think Patrick Fitzgerald didn't really know about this, so we'll give him a two week suspension and then go from that to say, Well now he's fired uh because of, you know, the backlash he's gotten and maybe there was something we missed here in the details of the story. So um, you know, there was the other piece of it too that came out and said in two thousand six the player said, uh you know, he was he's a black player, Said so they were made him cut his dreadlocks and, and all that. My question that was, is that something they still were holding in 2023? Or is this more just pouring on of, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot 15 years ago, Patrick Carroll did this to me. Again, I'm not defending Patrick Carroll by any means. Don't get me wrong. Just based on what we've heard, if this is all true, he absolutely deserves to be fired. I just wonder how much of this becomes, we pointed at a guy, we villainize him, and then suddenly everybody pours on and says, yeah, he's despicable, this is god-awful. And the other side of it, too, guys, is the Art Briles conversation as well. Like, how much control, you know, how much does a football coach need to be involved with his players on a day-to-day basis? And I think the answer we find is a lot. Everything your player does, on or off the field, comes back on you. Because you recruited him, you brought him to your campus, and you've got to answer for what that kid does. And so I think we find that more and more every day in college football.
5: Do you think if there was a stricter punishment from the start, other than the two-week suspension, then this led to some of that backlash. You don't get as much backlash, and then you could avoid the termination, which ultimately was the result there. But there's a stricter punishment from the start. It doesn't get to this point where you're talking about termination.
2: That's a great point, yeah. What if Northwestern had come out a week ago and said, you know what, based on our findings, there is some ramification here for uh, for Patrick's Jarrell. We'll suspend him for the entire season. Like, I think that would have sent shockwaves. It would have sent a message. That's a harsh punishment. And probably could have saved his job. Like, I think now, you know, even with more details coming out, I think, you know, Northwestern could have at least pointed to and said, look, what do you want us to do? We suspended him for the entire year. You know, I think that maybe would have saved it. But, dude, you come out with a two... We suspended him for two weeks. Like, who cares if you're suspended in July as a college football coach? That doesn't do anything, so... Yeah, you're right. Going soft on their front end probably uh, is what cost them, you know, and made them have to go all the way to firing. Them.
4: Chris, uh, I know we talk a lot of football, but you're also a big baseball guy. Home Run Derby last night, all-star game tonight. Uh, did that that tickle your fancy? Were you interested in it? What do you make of it?
2: Yeah, Home Run Derby was better last night because we had some bigger names, right? Like Black Guerrero. we starting to know Pete Alonso. Like, I'm just thinking, like, people who are casual baseball fans, maybe not a diehard fan of a team. You know, Julio Rodriguez has really arrived on the scene, and it being in Seattle was a cool thing. But I just think we need the bigger names, right? I mean, it's the same thing as the dunk contest. For years, we we're like, "When's LeBron gonna do the dunk contest?" and Anthony Davis, and you know, the stars. You know, think of like last night's event if we had all the same guys, but we also had Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge. You know, it, it just would have ramped it up even more. And so, better effort this year with some some more of the star powers, some bigger names, but. I still think they can they can do a little bit better on that front. And the game tonight, who cares? Like it's it's all these all these, from the Pro Bowl to the NBA All Star Game to the MLB All Star Game. They're just these exhibition games that the average fans just doesn't give a damn about. And I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you make it more intriguing. I at least liked when home field advantage of the World Series is on the line because at least something you know at least there was some meaning to the game. Now that that's gone, like there's nothing meaningful about tonight's game. It doesn't matter. You know the the the. Diamondbacks hitter gets in the eighth inning and a pinch hit opportunity like nobody cares so I don't know how you fix it I just know uh it doesn't garner a whole lot of interest nationwide
4: yeah I think that it's going to be uh something that I'll have it watching in the background but not gonna not gonna be anything world changing or anything but wait real quick before I let you get out of here I also know you've been covering and watching some NBA Summer League anything stand out to you I know Houston and the the Rockets have been on your radar but anything from the NBA Summer League that stood out
2: Yeah, I mean, Jabari Smith, uh, of course, you guys know from watching him at Auburn, uh, I mean, he absolutely looks like he's taking his game to the next next level in year two with the Rockets. Uh, And Tari Eason as well, who played at LSU. So two SEC guys uh, made a big impact the first two games for the Rockets in their summer league. The bad news is it sounds like they're both going to be shut down and they're not going to play in the third game tonight. So, unfortunate for fans because they were both scoring in the 30s and uh, putting on highlight dunks and all this kind of stuff. But... Uh, to me, that's just kind of been the story of the summer league and keeping an eye on some of the Arkansas guys and, and what they're doing. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of fun to see two SEC guys who we saw, you know, at 18, 19 years old and what they're doing now and, and developing into big-time uh, up-and-coming stars in the NBA.
4: Well, Gordy, we as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the week. See you at SEC Media Days in Nashville next week, man. We'll catch up with you.
2: Yeah, Johnny, get those vocals warmed up. We got some karaoke
4: to do. <laughs> got to have Shaggy on the mic, man. There's no doubt about it. We appreciate it. We got more out of bounds coming up next. So stay with us.
0: Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile.
3: Last night in the Summer League, Ricky Council IV had 9 points and 5 rebounds in the 76ers' 111-103 loss to the Mavericks, while Anthony Black had 8 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists on 3-for-12 shooting in the Magic's 108-85 loss to the Pacers. Tonight in the Summer League, there should be a few pro Razorbacks in action. Jalen Williams and the Thunder would take on the Rockets at 5.30 on NBA TV. Then Nick Smith Jr. and the Hornets will face the Trailblazers at 7.30 on NBA TV as well. In Major League Baseball, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. launched 25 home runs. Runs in the final round to beat Randy Orosarena to become the 2023 Home Run Derby champion. Vlad Sr. and Jr. are the first father son duo to ever be home run champions. And tonight is the MLB All Star Game. First pitch will be at 7. TV coverage will be on Fox. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
1: non spokesperson. Action Matters is responsible for the content of this ad. Toxic water at Camp Lejeune has caused pain, suffering, and death for tens of thousands of dedicated Americans and their families. If you're a current or former Marine, dependent of a Marine, or civilian who worked at Camp Lejeune at any time from 1953 to 1987, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Studies have found the water at Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals causing serious health conditions such as bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, Parkinson's, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma as well as miscarriages, infertility issues, and certain birth defects. A new law was signed allowing anyone that spent time at the base to seek the justice and compensation they deserve. Billions have been set aside by the government to compensate victims. All Marines, dependents, and civilian workers who spent time at Camp Lejeune anytime from 1953 to 1987 and developed a serious health condition, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation, even if you were denied a disability claim in the past. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800-619-7308, 800-619-7308.
0: All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com.
3: Listen for Champs and Chumps Friday during the Zone, brought to you by Everbowl, providing craft superfoods, acai bowls, and smoothies that fuel you for an active, unevolved, and healthy lifestyle. Located at the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Woodrock, next to Santo Coyote. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story,
1: farmhouse, fixer-upper what you drive and where you live is different for everyone so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you at shelter insurance we understand that which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto home and life insurance plan insurance that fits just right see shelter agents jason daly or richard yeager in little rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates if you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately you are literally missing the boat and no boat is complete without a tahatsu motor Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Guys,
0: if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. Schedule your health assessment at Low T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self inject at home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at home treatment, don't panic. Low T Center, they make it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health Have
3: something to say to 1037 The Buzz? Say it all on the Asher Record and Recovery Wi-Fi feedback. Comment your suggestions, ask your questions, and tell your opinions all on the Asher Record and Recovery Wi-Fi feedback. Ask for Asher.
0: There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Damn! Okay, you can owe me. On 103.7 The Buzz. <laughs>
5: Favorite sports betting app, Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the app store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. MLB, combat sports, boxing, MMA, whatever the sport is, Bet Saracen has it. Get in game prop bets and specials. There are plenty of those on Bet Saracen. Tonight, MLB All Star Game, AL is won five in a row, but the NL is favored. By one and a half, and the over under is seven and a half runs. NBA, Summer League lines, Wimbledon lines, even get some NFL, college football futures, and Week One lines all on the Bet Saracen app. For the most accurate and up to date sports wagering info, you need to be on that Bet Saracen app. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets.
4: It is out of bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday, and we're going to get into what is bothering us in the world of sports and want to hear from you. If you want to text in, 501 661 1037, or the Asher Wrecker Life and Feedback, or even on Twitter at Neighbors, you can let us know what's bothering you in the world of sports or just bothering you in general because there's always things going on. So let's go ahead and jump right into it.
1: I'm angry. I'm I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger, swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now.
0: Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All
4: right, it is time for Triggered Tuesday. I'll go ahead and kick it off when it comes to actually a few things I'm going to use. But this uh, updated story... From, we remember the Alabama baseball gambling fiasco with Coach Bohannon and him being fired. And uh, Pat Forty, who actually had a great write up about this for SI.com, uh, went into some more details about what went on and how they found out and everything. <laughs> and this is so dumb. So here's some of, the, I'll just go through really quick as far as the, the details. Uh, April 28th, Burt Eugene Neff walked into the Bet MGM Sportsbook at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati in possession of a large amount of cash. Making uh, Looking to make a huge score, he proposed wager quickly aroused concern and suspicion from the staff. Three people familiar with the investigation told SI that Neff wanted to bet more than $100,000 on a college baseball game that night, Alabama and LSU. <laughs> the game had gotten virtually no gambling traffic whatsoever, and Neff's desired bets on the Tigers far exceeded the sportsbook-established house limit on college baseball. It was a foolhardy act that made and created a surreal scene and the ripple effects that the incident occurred, as we saw later, but apparently fueled by hubris and desperation, he kept screaming that he needed this bet to be placed. He needed this bet to be placed, and he had indicated that he had inside information about the game in the palm of his hand because he was texting Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon. And you can see by video there was some back and forth. The texting was not discreet at all video surveillance was seen and also he had screenshots and showed it to the people at mgm saying look it's brad bohan and the coach he's telling me this is what's going to be going on and the source says it could not have been more reckless i'm like listen if you're listen, these stories are so dumb and not everybody's got a got a life made out for for criminal activity or anything like that but good grief i am i just cracked up at i was like it was worse than i thought you're just sitting there, like going in, with like okay, I got a hundred k, I'm gonna put on this random college baseball game. I don't know, man. That's, that's a lot of money. Why? why, why? What, what? What's going on here? No, no, no. Don't worry. I got inside information. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Right here, right. Here. See, uh, on my phone. It's got the coach of Alabama, and uh, he's letting me know about what's going on. You know, that's kind of weird, isn't it? No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. It's uh, he knows it. Look, his name's right there. It's cool. Totally fine. I can I can make this work. And then it all came out after that. So, anyways, I just saw that. I'm like, how dumb do you have to be? Obviously very dumb because then you end up losing your job. And, you know, but this may just go for those of you out there. If you're trying to do something illegal or trying to bet some money on some inside information, You don't just walk in and be like, here's 100 k on a game that nobody really cares about whatsoever. It's going to raise some concerns. So, either way, seeing the updates on this, crack me up. It's stupid. It's dumb. Shouldn't have happened. And that's exactly why the ripple effects happened where Alabama baseball ended up having a new head coach, because somebody was just too excited to keep it to themselves. What's triggering me is Zion Williamson. He
5: made a surprise appearance with Gilbert Arenas, and uh, he was asked about his diet and staying healthy. He says, it's hard, man. I'm 20, 22, have all the money in the world. Well, it feels like all the money in the world. It's hard. I'm at a point because of certain things, I'm putting back the wisdom around me. I don't want to say older because that gets defensive, but I'm putting people around me with wisdom. And what triggers me about this is instead of Zion showing up on a podcast and talking about what it is and it's the same cycle every year and saying the same things over and over again, just put in the work and let the results show for themselves as opposed to saying it and then it gets in the media cycle and everybody talks about it and it seems to be a recurring theme every year put in the work let the results show and then this can all go away as far as just talking about it every year so zion and you know don't don't show up surprisingly just let let it play out and and do what it takes to make this thing happen and talking about the diet of course it is hard but he Said it before, he has a personal chef, he cooks a certain way for him. Stick to it, work out, put in the work on the basketball court, and everybody will be pleased, including Zion.
4: Yeah, game's gonna speak for yourself if you just do that, and you know, it's the quickest way to get people to move on from stuff like that, too. Uh, my, I guess, my non sports related one, I want to throw this in. I'm not calling out this company because I don't like doing that unless it's absolutely warranted, however. Uh, One of the things that also gets me, yesterday I talked about the grocery cart. Another thing that really just boils my nuggets is anytime I make an appointment for something at a certain time, this is something we all deal with, and I feel like that's probably why it's so relatable. I can understand that if you go and make an appointment at a certain time, it's not always going to be right immediately at that time. Like if you book something for 1230 and you walk in at 1229 and they don't get to you at 1230 for you to throw a fit about that, I'm not talking about those things. But it is frustrating to me where it's like, okay, I made an appointment. I made one for actually for my dog, Rowdy, because I need to get his shots. He's having to do this annual thing. I was like, okay, well, I'll make it. I got to get 1230, go in there, or 1215. I'll go in there, drop him off, gives me time to get to work, all that fun stuff. And I did that. And I show up five minutes early. I'm there at 1210. And 1230 comes around. And 1240 comes around. I'm sitting there waiting on there. They're like, oh, there's, two, there's rooms that are full so okay well just can I, I i just need to drop him off he's just getting his shots won't take that long and eventually i finally got him to talk tell me that they we can take him back they took him back it was all fine it worked out but my whole point was is i'm like man like if, if don't make these appointments if it's going to be five minutes ten minutes that's fine but we are talking about 30 minutes and then you just give no like eh you he's know, like what are you gonna do it's like you just sit over there and wait no help me out a little bit throw me a bone try to say something hey how about this? Because you had to wait because it was so long, well, uh, we'll hook them up with this. Just something like that. I can't stand it when there's just no courtesy, I guess, or respect of other people's time. Again, I know things happen. Uh, I used to work at Enterprise Rent-Car. Reservations was a thing. I, I get it. Things happen. But at least try to acknowledge that it's a problem, and I try to acknowledge and try to make me feel better about it. But that's one of my biggest things that happened to me today, and I was not none too pleased with that. Just Again, things happen, just be nice about it and say, hey, hey. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll make sure he's all good to go. But that didn't happen, so that was really frustrating to me. So that was my uh, non-sports-related thing here on Triggered Tuesday. I know uh, we'll have some uh, people chiming in on their Triggered Tuesday. Again, if you want to tell us what's bothering you in the world sports, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in, as well as the Asher Record Life fan feedback. But uh, let's go to Brent, who's in Stuttgart, before we take a commercial break. What's up, Brent?
2: What's up, John? Hope. Hope you had a great vacation last week.
4: I did, man. I did. Absolutely. I appreciate that.
2: Hey, um I tell you, I tell you, what, um and I was listening to your Trigger Tuesday. Zion is just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> isn't he? He's got plenty yeah, of Yes, time. He is Brent. <laughs> I mean I mean I I hope he I hope he I hope he does not stick to a diet. Because I cannot wait to hear what Charles and Sha- what Charles Barkley and Shaq say about him. If it, if if he's gonna say it looks like he looks like he's having tw- uh, Charles and Shaq had twins.
5: Oh, just lost uh, Brent there. Sorry about that, Brent. The guy can play some basketball. It's just the fact of being on the court. He he spent a lot of time off the court. We see the talent is there, but he has to put in the work. During the off season to make sure he makes it back to the court to be in that position to show off the talent.
4: Yeah, that may be. A, that's, I think that's a frustrating thing for for people just to, to witness because they know how good he is. Like they know how much talent he has and his upside is incredible. But it's just one of those deals to where each and every year that goes by, it's just this constant. Well, it, it's not. He's not living up to it, or there's been some stuff going on. We you know with the off the court stuff and uh, and all that. It just uh, you gotta you gotta be able to if you want to get to that next level. That's what all the greats do. You put in the work, you get the work done, you try to do the best thing that you can to make the team better, make yourself better, and the results will come with it. But, you know, it's just people keep waiting like, hey, man, when are we going to see that Zion we always wanted to see? When are we going to see that big-time player we were hoping to see? Especially there in New Orleans, man, they – they would love to have a player that's that's like that of that caliber, but just hasn't happened yet.
5: All stars leave the Pelicans, though, so <laughs> it, it's just bound to happen at some point. Zion's going to be somewhere else, and there he's already been the subject
4: of, of trade rumors for the past couple of seasons. Yeah, because it was AD and was a Chris. I guess Chris Paul Chris technically. Chris Paul. Yeah. Is that back when they were the Hornets? Though yeah. when it was Chris Paul, yeah. That was a shame. That was when I really uh, really liked Chris Paul, and man, he was he was fun to. I mean, he still was fun to watch, but. And when he was with the Hornets, man, he really showcased those abilities. But hey, Brandon, uh, sorry you got disconnected. If you want to call back, you're more than welcome to do so. We're gonna take commercial break. We come back, we'll have your Razor Hog update, as well as more of your phone calls and messages here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. And their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry counties.
5: Join 103.7 The Buzz as First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Get the latest news, interviews, and highlights brought to you in part by Kaufman by Design West and UAMS. Be sure to watch 103.7 The Buzz social media for live videos, pictures, and more.
3: Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Brattle Show Sunday, August 6th at the Statehouse Convention Center in Woodrock. Very important bride tickets are now available. VIB tickets include new bride t-shirt, tote bag, swag, custom labels, reserved seating, and early entrance into the show. A limited amount of these special tickets are on sale now at ArkansasBridalCommunity.com. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters
1: Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. Don't miss it.
3: Picture this, you're getting together with all your best friends. Now picture all your best friends are actually the delicious ingredients of the new cake batter cookie dough blizzard. That's DQ soft serve, cake batter flavor, confetti cookie dough pieces, and DQ signature sprinkles. Oh, hey, it sounds like you got some pretty sweet friends. And that's worth queuing the confetti. Cookie dough! <laughs> the flavor party isn't going to last forever, so hurry in and get your cake batter fix today. Only at DQ. Happy
1: tastes good. Turn your home into restricted airspace. Tell incoming flights you want them diverted. The new Raid Essentials Light
5: Trap plugs into the wall and uses light to attract, then trap, flying insects
1: like fruit flies and mosquitoes. Its 24-7 continuous attraction provides insecticide-free protection that's people and pet friendly. Consider air service? Interrupt it. New Raid Essentials Light Trap. Insecticide-free protection. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O' Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right, save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires. Service and straight talk at Big O' Tires. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use law enforcement siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention, like telling you if you get a speeding ticket, it doesn't end there. You have to pay expensive fines. You can't go to your friend's wedding because that also costs money. And your insurance rates could increase. See? We didn't have to use law enforcement sirens after all. Getting a speeding ticket has consequences. Sooner or later, speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Randy Rainwater on location in Searcy Friday at Harding
5: University for the 7-on-7 Sonic Air Raid. Presented by Henard Foothills Equipment. Top elite high school football players from the South will be there this weekend at Harding University.
0: Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin.
1: We do things around right here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts, makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy.
0: On 103.7 The Buzz.
1: Ocean Avenue Where I used to sit and talk with you We were both 16 and it felt so right Sleeping all day, staying up all night Staying up all
3: night There's a place on the corner of Cherry Street We would walk on the beach and not bare feet We were both 18 and it felt so right
4: Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll have your Razorog update presented by True Service in just a little bit, mainly with uh, some MLB draft news as well as some uh, other things going on. So we'll dive into that slowing down as we get ready for SEC Media Days starting up next week, which is really exciting. And want to give a shout-out to our sponsors for making that possible. Of course, First Security Bank being the title sponsor of SEC Media Days. Looking forward to having them as far as the partnership, as well as Kaufman by Design West and UAMS Health. It's going to be fun to uh, get over there in Nashville and get to hear from different coaches, different players, different media members, and uh, being over there since it's closer by. Like, I'm just glad it's not in Hoover, which in Hoover wasn't too bad, but I like to mix it up a little bit. Nashville is more of a fun city. And having the SEC basketball tournament there, now having this there, I like how Gordy brought up the Dallas-Houston angle. I think Dallas is absolutely going to happen. Like having media days or just having SEC events there in general. Because now you have Texas and Oklahoma. Like people are like, oh, they're just trying to adhere to the Texas people. It's like, that's part of it. But also, you know what has a flight into it from everywhere in the country? Dallas. So I think that's part of it. But it's amazing how it's just grown into something that moves all over the place. and. Uh, being in Nashville or being in Dallas is still going to be a good time. Still be fun. May
5: have been part of the allure to get those teams to go into the SEC. Not that that was like the end all be all to say, hey, at some point we're going to move SEC media days closer to you. But as you're having those discussions and trying to come to an agreement, those are some of the things that are talked about, and uh, and it, it just helps the conference as a whole just to keep
4: expanding oh yeah listen I know Alabama and Auburn they want everything in the Birmingham area because that's what they get and they think they run it all and that's fine but for Arkansas fans and again SEC media Day is not like fans a whole lot of fans some do not a whole lot but go to SEC media is but if it's like the SEC basketball tournament or SEC baseball tournament if it's moving into Dallas I think all Razorback fans should be happy about that it's closer it's convenient hop on I-30 right here and you're there in a few hours easy to fly to, so I, I don't know why anybody in Arkansas would have any issues with SEC events happening in Dallas. That would be the most ideal. I'd, Dallas or Atlanta, or even Nashville, I'll take those three. Those those are the ones that will probably be the most common. Well, the basketball one's going to be in Nashville for like 20 years. Um, New Orleans would be fun, but I just don't know if that's ever going to happen. I wish it would. <laughs> It'd be like, <laughs> like the party city that's going on there, but fans aren't worried about going to media days no not it, at all it's, all, not
5: not at it's all. for the media right and the media to enjoy whatever city they're in and uh enjoy the entertainment and everything that they're trying to incorporate like chris gordy was talking about now doing a concert and just keep adding to it
4: that's catering to the media oh yeah but when it comes to yeah the tournaments or the those events women's basketball tournaments softball tournaments Things of that nature, if it moves around, I think people would be all in favor of that. Because I, I, honestly, and it sounds terrible, I want as much moved out of Hoover as possible. <laughs> I want the baseball tournament out. Uh, basketball in Nashville is fine, but you've become such a huge conference. And you, you know you make so much money. And now that you have a footprint in some major markets like Atlanta, like Nashville, like Dallas, like New Orleans, like those places, utilize them. Because like that, that's what's going to bring more attention and bring more money in and bring more fun in is if you have those events in those major markets in those major cities. So hopefully that ends up happening. But yeah, as far as the media days go, no no one cares. No one cares at all. In fact on our uh, poll question, just because I was asking just fans in general, do you care about SEC media days? sixty uh, percent still say no. They don't they don't care at all. It's it's nothing. But I mean for maybe if there's something that comes out like highlights, maybe they will enjoy those a little bit. But for overall, oh man, I can't wait till media day starts up. I don't think fans really look at it that way.
5: They care about when voting takes place and and you hear about who made the uh, all-SEC preseason team, what's the order that teams are picked to finish. So those are some of the things that come out of SEC media days that people care about, but you get that information during SEC media days and then you kind of move on. It's something to talk about and discuss, and fans will... They'll they'll talk about their displeasure if their team isn't as high as they want them to be as far as the rankings and, and where people think they'll finish. But other than that, there's not a lot that, that the fans are going to be able to get from it.
4: No, because I was even thinking they do only two teams, all-SEC teams for them. And for Arkansas, I guess, I mean, KJ is going to be an all-SEC player. And Rocket will be an all-SEC player. But like, who else? Like, Is Bo Limmer maybe an all-SEC player for Arkansas? You know, defensively, is it maybe maybe have someone out there that gets gets some love? Maybe Dwight McLaughlin, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe funny to see if uh, they only get two players, people are going <laughs> to be irate and fired up and saying that's terrible. But it could happen that way, though. It could happen.
5: Well, the players that are there, like Chris Gordy was mentioning, they're trying to. The schools are trying to position them to get some of those honors. Not necessarily for preseason, but you want to put them in position, if they perform well on the field, that they get those postseason honors. But you would have to think some of the players that are there, they're going to be in line to get those preseason honors.
4: Yeah, I still think it's ridiculous they're bringing a punter, and that's talking about South Carolina. But hey, if, if that's what you want to do, that's your that's your prerogative, It's what you want to do. But if Arkansas ever brought one of their punters, no offense to you punters out there, I would be pretty disappointed and upset, but that's just me. All right, let's go and jump into your Razorog update presented by True Service. Guys,
2: I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas!
0: Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On oh, by... Nine games. This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net.
4: All right, so for your Razor Hog update, we already talked about some of the players that got drafted in the MLB draft on Arkansas's roster. The entire outfield, when it comes to. Uh, Joseph Berger and Boyfriend and also Wagner—they all get drafted. And today, uh, the only one to get drafted so far that's dealing with the Arkansas connection is Cody Adcock. He was selected 13th in the MLB draft to the Cincinnati Reds at 378 overall, and he's actually the sixth player from Arkansas from the roster last season to be drafted, with Jackson Wiggins, Hunter Holland. And, of course, the three outfielders as well. People forget about Adcock. He is a transfer uh, from Crowder College. was even uh, at Ole Miss before he came over here. And uh, they're going to be seeing if he's going to go and take his talents to the MLB. Can he come back another year? Don't really know. But uh, still, it's going to be for that way for all these players. All these players that uh, at least have an ability to come back. We'll have to wait and see. But that's really it as far as any updates go for the Razorbacks which I don't think is a bad thing. Because Usually around this time of year, if you have updates, it's not usually a good thing. Just ask Northwestern and West Virginia about what's going on with their athletic programs. But quick and to the point, we'll see if any more players get drafted in the MLB, and we'll keep you updated on that. But we've got to take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, Tara Talmage, boxplots.com, is going to be joining us, as we'll talk to her about a great sit-down she had with Hunter Yeracek as well as some of the other things going on with the University of Arkansas. It's always fun to catch up with her and talk a little nonsense as well. But we'll get to that and a lot more in the third hour of Out of Bounds coming up, so you better stay with us.
1: Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I I just don't have time to, to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation and the next thing you know, he called